What's up, y'all? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Mike and Virginia Chevalier are not only diehard Broncos fans, they're also proud CSU alums and longtime DNVR members. They're a husband-wife team with over 15 years of financial service experience. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all of your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Since your home is likely to be one of your largest assets and your mortgage to be your largest debt, they believe it's vital to consider your full financial picture when purchasing a home. This includes considering your short-term and long-term planning goals, your investments, and your tax situation. Mike and Virginia will work tirelessly to find the best loan for your situation. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat when you do. More importantly, get set up with a free consultation and discuss all of your options. Guys, I'm telling you, if you're wondering if the rates are as good as you're hearing, you need to call them. These are some incredible rates. Mike and Virginia are there to make refinance, make the entire process as simple as possible, but they know that it's not for everyone. They're going to run a quick analysis and honestly let you know whether refinancing might be the right option for you. Visit dnvrmortgage.com. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Pew, pew, pew. We're back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. I'm Justin Michael, and we're talking CSU football and all things CSU Rams here on the DNVR Rams podcast. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Tuesdays are normally probably my least favorite days of the week. I know everyone hates Mondays. Mondays are long after, after the weekend, but there's just something about Tuesdays that are absolutely miserable. You know, it's it's still the beginning of the week. You still have so long to go, but you don't have at least the fake enthusiasm that people might bring to the table Monday. I don't know. I'm not a big Tuesday guy. That said, this fall, every Tuesday, The Bachelorette, and I'm pumped. I, I wish I didn't like this trash television, but I'm hooked at this point. People that have been listening to the podcast since the beginning know what it's all about. Not going to talk a lot about The Bachelorette on the podcast, but today is the season debut and I'm pretty excited. The The reason I bring that up, though, is I saw a funny tweet that, that talked about The Bachelorette specifically moving from Monday night to Tuesday so that it would not have to compete with Monday night football. And now because of COVID, the Titans-Bills game got rescheduled to Tuesday, and it's like the first Tuesday game in the NFL in over 50 years. You gotta be pissed if you're The Bachelorette producers. Anyways, 2020 is just is weird. Um, I'm excited, I guess, about the prospects of you know, maybe having football seven days a week by the time this season's all said and done. Anyways, we've got the uh, we got the home opener for CSU football coming up on the 24th against the New Mexico Lobos. So we're going to begin to talk about that game a little bit. Also going to go over this date in CSU Rams history. Funny enough, the Rams beat the New Mexico Lobos on this date in 2018. So just going to talk about that game a little bit. It was a really weird game. I went back and rewatched it. Um, one of those games that CSU probably should have won by like three or four scores and it came down to a last second field goal by Wyatt Bryan, but I'm going to talk about all of that, begin previewing the game, going to get my DraftKings pick of the week, all kinds of fun stuff on today's episode. 
We're going football heavy though for sure. Before we get started on today's episode, I do recommend if you didn't get a chance to listen to the episode that came out over the weekend as well as Monday's episode, both fun listens, Saturday's episode predominantly talking about the college basketball slate for CSU men's hoops. On Monday, we talked about a fun, fun weekend full of winning for Next Level Rams. Martin Laird got his first PGA Tour win in seven years. Preston Williams balled out for the Dolphins. Rashard Higgins caught his first touchdown of the season. Michael Gallup absolutely did his thing on the national stage Sunday night football, setting up the game-winning field goal with just with just an incredible catch. And, and one of the things that I talked about on that podcast was just that if, you know, OBJ or one of the quote-unquote premier superstars of the NFL made that catch, it would be still getting shoved down our throats. It would be all over Twitter still today. But just like I suspected, people have already moved on because it's not OBJ. But it was it was an incredible catch. It really, really was. And it's just so fun to see Michael Gallup basically out here proving all of the expectations that CSU fans had for him right. I mean, he he's a legit number one NFL wide receiver. He's not, you know, a number two or a number three. He's a number one guy. He just happens to be on a team that's really deep and has a bunch of other good receivers as well. Definitely, you know, go back and and check those out if you missed those episodes. Also want to shout out my friends at the Ram Sanity podcast who recently had me on. That episode should drop later this week. Talked about all kinds of stuff on there. Uh, It was just fun to, to catch up. Always fun to talk CSU with anyone that wants to talk it with me. Man, season's coming up closely. I can't even believe it. But uh, yeah, let's let's just jump right into it here. On October 13th, 2018, CSU hosted UNM at Canvas Stadium. Honestly, this was a team between, you know, or a game, I should say, between two pretty bad teams, if we're being honest. Everybody remembers how long that 2018 season was. Um, rewatching it, though, this game was even weirder than I remembered it being. When you look at the numbers... CSU should have probably won this game by multiple scores. I mean, dominated time of possession, had no turnovers on offense, you know, really moved the football at times, but it was just really inconsistent and it, just typical Bobo ball, I guess, would be what his critics would say. I can already hear Cam's Chorizo on Twitter just being like, of course, you know, typical Bobo ball, just a weird, weird game. Um, the first thing that I want to talk about, though, is the uniform choice by CSU, which was which was a rare one. You know, they wore gray pants with green jerseys and green helmets. I'm not going to lie. I really, really hate this look. I'm not as anti-gray uniform as much of the CSU fan base seems to be. I actually thought the all gray looked kind of cool. It doesn't really fit the helmet, but you can kind of make it work. Um, but this look, it just, I don't know. It kind of, it kind of looked like a situation where it was, yeah, what do we have clean? I don't know. We can throw this together and this together and it'll work. You know, obviously that wasn't the decision. These uniform choices are all strategic. I just, I didn't think it worked very well. If you're going to do the gray, just do the all gray. I know they didn't because Bobo was superstitious. And after they wore the all grays in that Wyoming game, I don't think there was ever going to be a chance that they busted them out again. I just really, really, I don't know. I don't like the look. I think you can do the gray pants with the white jerseys and the green helmet and it works. I also think you could do, you know, gray, white with the white helmet 
and that would be cool. But the gray, green, green, just, I don't know. It didn't work. It did not work, and I'm, and I'm not about it. I don't think they'll bust that one out this year. I hope, at least. The reason that I, that I bring up the uniforms in the first place, though, is I just think when you wear those wonky combinations, you set the wrong tone from the start. And, and this is somewhat tongue-in-cheek. You know, I know uniforms don't dictate your play. There are plenty of examples of schools that have bad uniforms or boring examples but are good football teams. I get all of that. But I do believe in and just, you know, look good, feel good, play good. Having a, a level of confidence, that swagger, I do think it can boost your performance. I don't, you know, people can roll their eyes at all that stuff. But when you come out in a in a wonky ass uniform combination, you're just you're setting the wrong tone from the start. And that's what CSU did in this game. They wore a weird uniform combination and they set themselves up for a weird game. Looking at the numbers, both teams almost scored in every quarter. UNM scored in the second, third, and fourth. CSU scored once in every single quarter. The Rams, you know, they had 423 yards of total offense. No turnovers. They were balanced more or less, threw for over 300 yards, had 100 yards on the ground as well. You know, just looking at those... CSU probably, you would think, you know, they would have thrown 40 on the board, but they didn't. They struggled, especially around midfield. And penalties, man. Sloppy, sloppy game. They had 10 penalties, twice as many as New Mexico. As I said, there were just a ton of punts, 12 total punts in this game. But the Rams also had a 16-play, 96-yard drive. So just so random. Funny enough, if, if you go in and look at the highlights from that game, to cap off that 16-play, 96-yard drive. They ran a little play fake, a little play-action play down at the goal line there, at the one-yard line. They fake it to Izzy, who jumped over the top and, and actually would have scored easily if they actually would have handed it to him. But everybody bit on the fake, and it allowed KJ Carter-Samuels to just kind of like scamper to the pylon. The, the play reminded me a lot of the Broncos-Cowboys game back in 2013. You know, for, for those that remember that, that's probably one of my favorite regular season Broncos games of all time. Definitely one of my favorite games of the Manning era. The The Broncos won that game in Dallas, 51-48. to Just a classic, classic showdown between two great quarterbacks, Manning and Romo, at their best. An offensive juggernaut. Just, it was a blast. But in that game, Manning had his only rushing touchdown of his Broncos tenure, I believe. And, and, you know, he didn't have a lot of rushing touchdowns at that point of his career anyways. He ran the ball a little bit earlier in his career, but obviously he was known for throwing the football. And it's just one of those situations where everyone on the field bites because they've seen you hand it off a thousand times and it gives you just a nice little path to the end zone, walk in untouched, basically could crawl to the end zone if you needed to. <laughs> but that's what that play reminded me of. So go back and watch it. Really, really funny. The, the weirdest part of this game by far was definitely the fourth quarter. New Mexico took the lead at the beginning of the quarter with a touchdown. And with about two minutes to go, CSU, all they had to do was make a chip shot field goal to regain the lead and then get a stop and it, you know, it would have been all good. With 2.29 to go, though, Wyatt Bryan missed an 18-yard field goal at home, an 18-yard field goal. I just remember the way that the air completely went out of the stadium. I mean, it's one thing to miss, you know, like a 45-yarder or something like that. You still expect to make it at this level. But an 18-yard chip shot, it was so brutal. 
And I just in the moment, I remember just, oh, poor Wyatt. That's all I could think, you know, because could you imagine if, if that's the way that the, his legacy would have been written? That's all he would have ever been known for if CSU wouldn't have been able to rebound. Luckily for him, CSU ended up getting a three and out right after that, and he got another chance, and he was able to redeem himself with a 26-yard field goal to win the game as time expired. Thank God for Wyatt. That, that would have been brutal, something he probably never would have been able to live down. Alas, CSU was able to win that game before going down to Albuquerque in 2019 to extend CSU's winning streak over the Lobos to 10 straight games. Still one of the crazier stats I've ever seen regarding CSU. I mean, even if they played Greeley every year for 10 straight years, I'm not I'm not sure I would bet that they would win all 10 matchups. That's just absurd. But to do it against a conference team, that's what makes it so much crazier. Just that level of domination. And actually, I think that's going to be a big theme with, with this game. You know, CSU is not going to have the home field advantage for that New Mexico matchup this year. Does that play a factor? You know you're going to have a Lobos team that's hungry. It's it's a different coaching staff, obviously. You've got Danny Gonzalez, who came over from Arizona State, and Rocky Long, who's returning to UNM after his long time spent at San Diego State. So it's, you know, it, it's not the coaches that have had to experience these losses, but I promise you that's what they're going to be telling the team repeatedly, you know, showing those highlights during their practice of, of CSU beating them over the last decade, all of that stuff. And, you know, for CSU, you're going to be in a position where you're not going to have the home fans to give you some juice if it's a tight game. You know that UNM's going to come in. They're going to want it. I'm really intrigued by this matchup. So, you know, I'm looking forward to starting to preview that game a little bit today, as well as, you know, going over it pretty in depth over the next week or so. Definitely going to take a lot of time. Basically, you know, trying to give you guys as much information on this team as possible. I've watched a lot of ASU defensive film from the last two years. Obviously pretty familiar with what Rocky Long did at SDSU. You know, I I, I, do, I think there's an argument that maybe if you look at what they had versus what they have now, New Mexico probably improved their coaching staff better than just about any school in the country. So, you know, while I do think CSU is the better team than New Mexico, at least on paper, I'm, I'm pretty confident this isn't going to be a gimme win. I think we're going to have a Lobos team that puts up more fight than what Ram fans are used to seeing, you know, over the last five, six years. Week five of football is in the books and now is the time to review the tape and get ready for week six. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week six, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their camp miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the app store because you do not want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is offering all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. On top of that great sign-up offer, DraftKings has great odds boosts for every single game on Sunday to help you make it rain. Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all you basketball fans a 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. That promo code DNVR to get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times play-through. Restrictions do apply. 
See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, we'll be talking about this CSU-UNM matchup a ton over the next week or so. I'm, uh, I'm going to keep today's episode a little bit shorter just because, you know, we've got plenty of time to talk about this. We're going to go over different position groups, talk about their strengths, their weaknesses, what I think will be different about this UNM team versus, you know, what we've seen over the last couple of years under Bob Davey. Should be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I am hoping that CSU opens up their access a little bit. Just, you know, we've got the season coming up here. Nobody's gotten to talk to Adazio in months, but just a weird, weird time. Nonetheless, I'm excited for football to be back. Looking forward to talking about it with everyone. Before we get out of here, I'm going to give everybody my DraftKings pick of the week, though. And today we're thinking big picture. Now, I know the NHL season just ended. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning, all Tampa Bay Lightning fans. But as a Colorado Avalanche fan, I cannot wait for the season to start. Joe Sackick is out here flexing on all the other GMs, just making all kinds of sweet moves. And I really feel like this next upcoming season is the year of the Avalanche. Because of that, I'm betting on them to win it all. Their odds have already gone down from plus 800 to plus 750. But get on it now while there's still all this awesome value. Look, it's it's a crapshoot betting on futures bets like this before the season even starts. Obviously, injuries, all that type of stuff can derail uh, the most promising future bet. But even so, this Avs team is so stacked. They're so much fun. And it's a pretty safe bet with pretty good value. I love the Avalanche to win it all at plus 750. DraftKings pick of the week. All right, we'll be back with plenty of CSU content throughout the week. As always, I'm your man, Justin Michael. And I just, you know, I can't thank you guys enough for making my dreams come true. Thank you to everybody that continues to support the podcast. If you wouldn't mind doing so, leave a five-star review on Apple. It definitely helps out the metrics. Share this on social media, send it to your grandma, send it to your friend, all that fun stuff. Whatever you got to do, hope everybody's having a good week. Stay safe out there, wash your hands, and wear a mask. We will get through this, people. Peace. Khakis wearing graphic tees, feeling way too trendy. Raps that kill. Oh, I'm deadly. Primed and ready like machetes at a deli in New Delhi. Feeling scummy like Martin Scarelli. Turn jam into jelly, then drink it like juice. The water's the truth, so I sip on that too. Skinny looking kid with no car keys. Like the only thing I drive is RCRV. He's got the stash like Steve Harvey. Oh, I'm gnarly.